Latest on Pacioretty, Edmondson, and Dowd next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one on one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description. For more details, today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So in today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how Suzdalev was reassigned to play in Sweden. Uh, what is one of the things that we know is he was one of the top prospects for the Capitals, but one of the issues is there's a bit of a long a log jam at the forward position. So it is the belief that he would be better served getting more playing time uh, over in Sweden. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about how Joel Edmondson and Nick Dowd are progressing and when can we expect to see them back on the roster. But just to get it going here, we will talk about Max Pacioretty. And uh, what do we know about Max Pacioretty is he was a player that the Capitals picked up uh, during this past summer. And they got him on the cheap, $2 million plus $2 million more in incentives. Uh, but the big downside to him is he spent the last two seasons uh, with Achilles issues and missed a substantial amount of time. Uh, but what is one of the things that we know about Max Pacioretty is six times in his career, he has scored 30 goals. And at the time that the Capitals made that acquisition, there wasn't a lot of cap space. There's not a lot of cap space now. So ultimately, I think it was a good deal. But what is the latest on Max? Well, they were talking about that today. Uh, Max Pacioretty met the press. And um, what were his thoughts on it? Uh, Max Pacioretty declares that he's gotten his life back uh, after spending a lot of time sitting by himself. Um, just as his family kind of went about their business around him, resting up, trying to return, he had some difficult decisions to make. Max has skated just three times, but being back on the ice after tearing his Achilles twice in a span of five months. So uh, it was a bit difficult at first, he said, but he said, this is what I was born to do. And ultimately, I think it's probably for him a lot like someone that, you know, hasn't uh, ridden a bike for a while. You know, if you're an adult, maybe sometimes you haven't popped on a bike since you were a child, perhaps, but it comes back to you pretty quick. I think that is the case uh, for Max Patch Ready, and he, that's kind of what he talked about as much uh, as what he said in the interview today. He says, I've never taken this much time off the ice, but says he feels pretty good. And when they tried to press him about a return date, he said that I have a couple dates circled in my head 
that I'm not going to tell anyone else uh, when those dates are. But if we can make one of those work, then that's when it'll be. And I respect his privacy. He doesn't have to say anything to the press if he chooses not to. But it is going to be exciting to see what kind of player they have in Max Patch ready. If they can even get just a little bit, a, a glimpse of what he uh, used to be. 30 goal score. If he could score 20 goals... Well, that would be quite the accomplishment in and of itself. So I'm ultimately excited to see where he fits. Uh, the interesting thing, of course, like I talk about on the show, and if you're an everydayer, you know that uh, who comes out of the lineup. Uh, the, the difficult thing will be, I think, that when he goes on the ice is thinking back on those previous injuries, the past two seasons where he had those Achilles issues, and just not letting that kind of take over his thought process. You know, Tom Wilson even spoke about it as much after his knee injury, his first couple times on the ice, you kind of baby it a little bit. It takes a while before you're ready to go and kind of put that injury in the rear view. I guess one of the benefits that Tom Wilson has over Max Pacioretty is age, uh, but we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed for Max and Max, and that's all we can do. He saw doctors all over the world, including Canada and Europe, trying to get a grip on what is wrong and why did this keep happening. He says it all stems from two fractures in a span of two years. And uh, one of the things that is known is that if you have Achilles issues, uh, that you are more prone to having them again in the future. So there is reason to be concerned, uh, make no mistake about it. But like I've talked about on the show uh, during the summer is there is no chance the Capitals would have ever been able to afford Max Pacioretty had he not had those injuries diminishing his value is what I'm trying to say there. He's had some good and bad opinions after returning from his injury. Been going on in my career, I've been known to play through injuries and obviously when you do so it compensates into patterns patch ready explained so i dealt with two broken feet in two years and i think that's when this really started to happen and uh, you hear about that quite often is that professional athletes we've heard about that from alex ovechkin among other uh, athletes that will play through injuries you know i remember alex ovechkin having a separated shoulder and still playing through it uh so those you know when you make it to this level there is a high level of expectation for you to play this isn't like you're playing beer league hockey you know no i'm not going to make it tonight no the capitals are paying you a substantial amount of money you better do your level best to play and help your team win games but after my last injury he says i did speak to five or six who've uh, you'd call the best experts in the world, and I got six opinions as to what I need to do moving forward. So I was frustrated with that, but time, but uh, it's beyond me now. So frustration at first, you know, worrying about, is it going to happen again? Am I going to get injured again? Am I going to, you know, in my first game with the Capitals, am I going to face another injury with my Achilles or something else? And he let those bad thoughts seep into his brain about, should I hang up the skates? Um, has too much been thrown at me that I need to know when to say when. Uh, but the, at the end of the day, he says that he was not going to let this injury dictate his future, uh, that he is a hockey dad and he loves playing the game of hockey and that if he can do it, uh, if he can if he can play hockey injury-free, I think he's giving it one more go of it is kind of what I uh, summed up there. 
then he's going to do it because he loves hockey and he's a hockey dad and he never gave up. An interesting story on him as well is that he moved in to Lars Eller's old house uh, and he said it was beneficial for him because in the garage there was a spot set up where you could practice shooting the puck. So kind of an odd story, uh, a strange turn of events, I guess, that um, he moved into Lars Eller's old house and had a great opportunity to keep his hockey skills sharp. Uh, so that was a cool story to hear there, but that's what we're pulling for right now. As we know, and I spoke about in yesterday's podcast, that the Capitals are looking for a top six forward, a goal scoring forward. Um, and I think that, you know, that would be complimentary to Max Pacioretty. If they could get two scoring forwards on this team, then I think that is going to put them in a good position because Lord knows scoring goals is something that has eluded the Capitals thus far. You know, you're getting all your production from Strom. You're getting it all from Wilson. You know, Milano's been in there a little bit, but, you know, the veterans on the team that are known for scoring goals have struggled doing it thus far. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about the latest with Joel Edmondson, a guy that came from the Habs in the offseason at free agency. What is one of the things that we know is that Montreal retained 50% of his salary. He's six foot five, 230 pounds, a rugged defenseman. When will we see him? And Nick Dowd holding it down on the fourth line. When can we expect to see those two come back? I'll discuss next. drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it back to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led lights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home the win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Alex Ovechkin could score 50 goals. The Capitals could hoist the Stanley Cup and you could win big by playing a daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. You know, I got to be honest, before I did this show, I was too familiar with fantasy hockey, but then I found out about Sleeper, and let me tell you, I love doing fantasy hockey now, and I think that you will too. To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Capitals fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper, so start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability.
Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. I have a lot of great guests lined up for you in November and December, not to mention that I have game breakdowns after each and every game. So subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about the status of Joel Edmondson and Nick Dowd. Again, like I talked about in the first segment, we know that Joel Edmondson was the guy that came here from the Habs, big rugged defenseman. Uh, Tom Wilson said he was surprised uh, that a guy that size, six foot five, around 230 pounds, can close space in a hurry and can be a real deterrent in front of the net if need be. So a, a real pleasant uh, feature that he has when he makes his uh, uh, debut with the Capitals playing in the regular season. And also Nick Dowd, who we know has been just a steady force on the fourth line for quite some time for the Capitals. So what is the latest that we know? Uh, GM Brian McClellan told reporters Tarek El-Bashir that defenseman Joel Edmondson and forward Nick Dowd are nearing a return from injury, and the hope is that both can return to team practice later this week. That is exciting as a Capitals fan to have Nick Dowd back. And I know that there's been players that have played on the fourth line with a little bit of mixed reviews. You know, we saw Phillips down there, you know, Protus and, and different players kind of cycle through. Um, and it would be good to have a fourth line, what it was, let's say, last year when it was Hathaway, you know, or even the season before when it was Hagelin, Hathaway, and Dowd. Just a really great uh, fourth line. So I'm excited to see Nick Dowd come back and also see what Joel Edmondson has in the tank. Edmondson has yet to make his debut for the Caps, who acquired him for third and seventh round picks this summer, but he would likely take Alexander Alexiev's spot on the left side of the Washington's defense. Um, so it was a great opportunity for some of these players, Alex Alexiev, um, you know, who's a guy I had circled making the big team this summer. And, but then things changed and life changes. It throws you a lot of curveballs sometimes as the Capitals acquired Joel Edmondson and Lucas Johansson and Hardy Hammond Octel had a better training camp than I think a lot of people anticipated. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't set that in stone, but that is just kind of tentative, I guess, that uh, Alex Alexiev would most be reassigned back to Hershey. Doubt his return would likely allow the team to return to its uh, current fourth line, Hendricks LaPierre, back to Hershey, a move that might better suit his development. And, and what is behind that statement, suit his development? It's great that he's playing on the big team, but if he is not going to get regular playing time with Nick Dowd back in the lineup, he would be best served uh, playing in Hershey where he should be able to get more playing time. Uh, that was one of the things that I'm going to talk about in the following segment is there's a bit of a log jam down in Hershey with forwards. There is an abundance of great forwards playing in Hershey right now. And LaPierre uh, is going to be in the mix there. So it's going to be interesting, like I say, to see Joel Edmondson. We know that we've already seen injuries, uh, mostly brief injuries with the Capitals on the blue line already, and we're only 10 games in. So it's going to be good to see Joel Edmondson uh, on the blue line, uh, a big, big guy out there to see what he has. Um, but, you know, there are some things to worry about with Joel Edmondson as well. I'm not sure, you know, uh, if this is going to be an issue or not. But I know that uh, last year and previous years, he had issues uh, with his lower back. So, uh, you know, hopefully that's something that's not going to come back and haunt him at some point. But again, uh, when they made these acquisitions 
uh, during a free agency. They did it because it was a player they could afford. Uh, they were able to get Joel Edmondson because he was cheap and Montreal retained 50% of his salary. But, you know, if you take a look at the back of his hockey card, if you listen to the players that practiced with him in Hershey, or excuse me, uh, this uh, practice uh, in, before the season started here, it was all glowing reviews. Tom Wilson, like I said, talked about how he was able to close space in a hurry and for a big guy, he can move around really well. So I'm excited to see uh, what they end up having uh, in, in uh, Joel Edmondson and see if he is as advertised. Uh, if he is even just a little bit, you know, I think that that is going to really hold down uh, the blue line because what is one of the things that we know is that John Carlson is a guy that eats up a lot of minutes. Uh, you know, you have Rasmus Sandin and Martin Faravari also who eat up a decent amount of minutes, but it's good to have someone else kind of take on some of that load. Uh, so you're not the guy that's, you know, pulling uh, the rope for the entire team here. So, but everything that has been said and you know what I saw during uh, camp with him, I think Joel Edmondson is going to be an excellent addition to this team on the blue line. And of course, Nick Dowd, who we know is just a really great dynamic player and is just a key in this Capitals team and their success. All right. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about how Alexander Suzdalev got reassigned and will be playing over in Sweden. What was behind that? I'll talk about that coming up. Early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And let me tell you something, guys. If you're watching a game and maybe you're not that into it, say you're watching a Commanders or a Ravens game, if you have a little bit of money on the game, it makes watching the game that much more exciting. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So one of the big uh, prospects for the Capitals is Alexander Suzdalev, um, who, you know, there was high hopes for him, you know, that he was going to go from the juniors. He was going to just make a skip over to Hershey and maybe just a quick hop over to the Capitals. As it turns out, it has not gone according to script, but I think that this could actually even be a positive thing for Suzdalev as there, like I talked about in the second segment there, there is a bit of a log jam with the forwards. Uh, they reassigned Alexander Suzdalev from the Hershey Bears to play over into one of the top tier teams in Sweden. The plan was for him to go to Hershey and eventually the Capitals, but things got difficult when the Capitals won the Calder Cup, everyone's resume got a lot better, and this team wanted to keep the winning going, so it was difficult. 
so what is the one of the things that we know is there are some AHL veterans that kind of have held it down there. Mike Vecchioni, Joe Snively, and Mike Scarboza. So, you know, uh, those players are going to play nine times out of ten. And then you take a look at some of the younger players on the team as well with Ivan Mirishnashenko, Pierrick Dubé, and Hendricks LaPierre. Uh, and then there's also a couple players that are vying for spots as well. Other young players that are in the mix with Ryan Hoffer and Bogdan Treniev. Um, so I think that, you know, he kind of took the right approach and said, you know, I don't know how much playing time I'm going to get out here that I would probably be, you know, better off playing somewhere where I'm going to get some more playing time. And what some people have said is, why doesn't he just go back to juniors? He's past playing in juniors and will get decent playing time in Sweden in one of their top leagues. So, again, that is uh, what we're looking at there for him. It's not that he's done. He got reassigned. And at some point, you know, maybe he will be able to make his way back uh, to the team. I don't know if that's going to happen, you know, when there are a lot of prospects, you know, there is always the possibility that someone's get gets traded. Uh, there is someone, you know, that just doesn't, you know, d- doesn't compete the way you thought they were going to compete and ultimately is not in the Capitals long-term plans. What is one of the things that we know is that uh, Brian McClellan said that he wants to address the top six and find a scoring forward. But a lot of the teams that uh, are interested primarily, you know, the Capitals want to offload uh, Anthony Mantha's contract, but it's not that easy. You know, that that's advantageous for the Capitals, but the other team wants a bit of a sweetener is a common term that's being thrown around. And oftentimes that's a prospect, something of that nature. And one of the things that I know uh, from last season uh, during uh, the trade deadline is that they were talking about um, you know, Chikrin, that the Capitals were all in on Chikrin coming here. But what is one of the things that they requested was Connor McMichael, Hendricks Lop here, or both. So, you know, I think that a lot of people around, you know, GMs that is around the NHL, they see who the big names are for the Capitals. And, you know, at this point, you know, being that there is a bit of a log jam at the forward position, maybe, you know, one or two of those forwards is expendable. I guess depending on which forward that is, we know that Connor McMichael is playing on the big team right now. Same goes for Hendricks Lapierre, but like I talked about earlier, when Nick Dowd comes back, Hendricks Lapierre figures to go back down to Hershey. Connor McMichael is holding it down at the third line center position in Nick Backstrom's absence. I don't see anything changing there unless he totally falls off. But that's the position that the Capitals are in. And could Suzdalev at some point be an expendable piece to help upgrade this team? Sure, potentially. Uh, but we don't know that right, you know, right now. And you know, if you take a look at Vecchioni, if you take a look at Scarboza, those are veteran guys that I think that is kind of that's where they're gonna be. They're really great AHL players. Um, and you know, and they've played this long. I don't know if there's any hope or long-term plans for them playing up in the NHL on the Capitals. I think that, you know, just if you're asking me right now, I think that that's kind of their their destiny is to be a really great AHL player. And I'm not here to knock that. It's still professional hockey, and you're still making a fairly decent amount of money doing something that you love. It's just not everyone gets the great opportunity to play in the NHL. You have to be really, really, really good to get a sweater night in or a night out, or, you know, it'll be over for you. And take a look at Anthony Mantha. Just a couple of years ago, the Capitals moved heaven and earth to bring him here. And now 
were trying to do anything to, to get rid of him or, you know, trade him. And this isn't a knock on him. It's very difficult to be that good of a player to, to get a jersey night in and night out in the National Hockey League. So, uh, you know, you take a look at Suzdalev, uh, you take a look at some of the other prospects and players down in Hershey I was speaking of, not all of them are going to be destined for the Capitals. Not all of them are going to be destined for the NHL. But what is some of the things that we know? Sometimes a change of zip code, a change of scenery is just what the doctor ordered. Take a look at what Varlamov did. You slam the door on the Capitals, a former Capitals goalie. If you don't know, Phoenix Copley, who last year totally killed it for the Kings. A guy, a Capitals goalie that was in the AHL and the ECHL for the longest period of time. It just never worked for the Capitals. Went out to the Kings and at least last year played really, really well. And, you know, if that's just off the top of my head, there are plenty of other players that have gone on. Uh, you know, you take a look at Siegenthaler, and there's, you know, a bunch of players where it was just a change of scenery and they're playing much better. So, um, you know, just because these players, these prospects for the Capitals necessarily aren't going to have their forever home in the district, that does not mean that they wouldn't be a good option as a trade ship. And, you know, am I saying that's going to be a Suzdalev? Not necessarily, but potentially it could be um, because that's what you do. You get enough assets. And if those assets, um, you know, don't have a home, then you flip them to get something that's going to help your team. Again, the top six forward we've heard about for the longest period of time. It's you know, There's these certain things that we hear all the time. This team needs to get younger and faster. That's one thing you could go ahead and print on a T-shirt. And the other thing that we hear all the time as well is we need to address the top six that could be on the front and the back of a t-shirt and put a capitals logo on it. It would sell like crazy, but you know what I'm talking about? Just checking these things off one after one, you know, get that top six forward. You know, it's going to be difficult because people are going to say, Oh, you got this guy. I wouldn't exactly call him a top six because everyone's an expert at the end of the day, but I do think they need a great goal scoring top six forward to help jumpstart this team. You take that plus the additions, uh, on the roster of Max Patch Ready, and at least on paper, if you were to show it at me, I would say, yeah, that looks pretty good. I, I think that it's at least worth a shot. I'm not going to, you know, etch it in stone that it's going to be successful, but it at least deserves a look. And uh, I think that that's what, at the end of the day, all we can be hopeful for. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering your Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and on YouTube. You are what makes this show successful. Are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. And are you also a fan of the NHL at large? Well, we have Locked On NHL available wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.